Welcome to the Leongche Podcast. In today's episode, Sydney and I talk about competitiveness. We dig deep into our own psychologies to try and understand why people get competitive and move the conversation into what healthy versus unhealthy competitiveness could look like. We got some personal stories coming up and definitely has some good back and forth discussions. So put your thinking hat on, and as always, we hope that this episode can be interesting and beneficial for you. Oh my! Welcome to Leongcha, a podcast to enjoy some figurative tea that may be good for your mind, body, and soul. My name is Sydney, and I'm joined by my co-host Elam. And today we'll be talking about the topic of competitiveness. But before we get into the main topic, how have you been, Elam? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. What have I been doing? Oh, yeah. So last two days. So yesterday I just went for a little uh, mini trip with Joe. So we went to oh, Lost yeah. Springs at Coromandel. What is Lost Springs? It's just like a, it's like a thermal pool place, but it's kind of a bit fancy because it's, it's quite naturey. Right. So it's like... The way they've designed the place, there's, it's just got a real nature vibe and atmosphere to it. So there's like trees everywhere. So it's almost right. like you can imagine that you're not at like a modern tropical, like a modern spa place. Like Polynesian spa or something. Yeah, like, like that's real modern. Wait, but, so then when there, when there like heaps of mozzies and stuff then? Nah, so that's, that's, a good, that's what Joe said as well. She was scared there would be lots of mozzies. But the uh-huh. thing is, they, like, all of the stuff is actually man-made. Mm-hmm. But the plants are real plants, but then the actual like rocks and caves and stuff like that aren't actual rocks and caves. They're just man-made. So I right. think, and they must spray some sort of stuff to basically there were no mozzies. So it was pretty good. Right. Okay. Oh, that's pretty games then. Yeah. Anyways. I remember like Shirley and I had like went uh, for our honeymoon. We booked this place with a spa, but then uh-huh. when we we're doing an evening spa, just like we're just getting raxed. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my. laughs> it was actually like, it was actually kind of disastrous. But. That's pretty tragic. <laughs> well, and, then, and then did you just have to like go down to your necks in the water yeah basically but then it, like i don't know just can't feel like you can't feel like you can relax because you're always like <laughs> your face. aware yeah, yeah exactly so that yep. was pretty pl but yeah now that was good and a pretty good development in my life is if you guys for those of you that don't know growing up i always struggled staying awake during like sermons, lectures, and long distance driving. Okay. And I always just attributed it to like, it's something I couldn't help. But yeah, in the last half year or so, I've been like placing a lot more focus on my sleeping because mm-hmm. from like an athletic performance and injury prevention perspective. And what I've noticed is I think I've made up, basically I'm like no longer in a sleep debt. Right. So I no longer get randomly tired and like fall asleep. Well, so, on the wheel. Yeah. So basically on my drives, like I felt alert as, and I don't really oh. fall asleep during sermons or anything now. So that's oh. a little life upgrade. Oh, gains. Yeah. But, but how, how oh, about you? Before you said yeah, you had that health thing. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know if that's even like linked because it's not like my dad falls asleep everywhere. Oh, right, I think okay. that's <laughs> more to do with sport and fitness, to be honest. Right. Okay. Yeah. This week has been good. We're basically back into the office. Oh my. Actually... Yeah, this week, the commute <laughs> life was a bad one. Oh my, like, Thursday and Friday, I, like, drove in. Like, Friday traffic is usually pretty good. Yeah. And then Friday evening, bro, it just, it, like, took me, like, two hours to get home. That was this just, actually, like... This actually so feels better. Like, I was just, like, oh, like, 
Yeah, I was, actually, I was like, I was so tilted that I didn't, I, I, like, I'm not going to lie. Actually, when I got home, I was like, I didn't really feel like going to church on time. Like, I felt like I needed time to, like, unwind. You to gain your time like, back. To re- yeah, or, like, to, like, to, not even to get my time back, but, like, I was just mentally not in a good mood. Crikey, that's so bad. Yeah. How was it? So How then, was today? Uh, it was okay today. Mondays are usually good as well. So, that's why I drove in. Anyway, it's just oh. Auckland woes. For those of you international listeners, <coughs> I mean, you guys might still be in lockdown, to be honest. Yeah, so hang so, in there. So thankfully, I am just in the office two days a week, I think, for the foreseeable yep. future. And I've got annual leave today and tomorrow, so I'm just going in on Thursday, which is, uh, which is pretty hot. Let's maybe get into our topic soon. Uh, before we get into it, hit up our Instagram page, leongcha.podcast. We've been saying it every week. But the uh, the new followers has been has been a uh, pretty sparse, I gotta say. So, <laughs> I don't we're know. Nearly there though. Huh? We're nearly there. Yeah, we're nearly there. We're three followers away from the giveaway goal. So if you're listening to this and you think yeah, it's kind of good or, or whatever, yeah, whatever reason you're listening to this, just pass it around to your mates and be like, yo, if you listen, if you follow, you might get a gongcha. Oh, they might. <laughs> I mean, it's. What's the chances? One out of fifty. That's pretty good. Actually, no. It'll be like one. It'll be like one out of forty-eight. Because us two obviously can't win. Oh really? Oh, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. We just buy ourselves (laughs) gotchas. Oh my. Um, in terms of like feedback, have you received any messages or anything like that this week? Yes, I got one from uh, old an old mate from uni. So actually, I was planning to see, like, to visit her, like, in Japan when we were going to go in our trip in Easter. Yeah, so she's in Osaka at the moment. Yeah, so we're getting international. Her boyfriend. Yeah, we're going international. Oh, but then, no. for some reason, our stats are just America 50% and New Zealand 50%. So That's just inaccurate, eh? Like, yeah, I, I don't know what's happening. Yo, if you're listening to this <laughs> and you're in America, come hit us up and, like, let us know how you even found it. <laughs> <laughs> right, maybe, it maybe it's, like, DC or Joel or something. And um, so she really vibed with um, growing up as a Kiwi Asian. I don't know. It's just a small world, man. Like everyone kind of experiences similar things. It's kind of like subtle Asian traits. Like, you know, when people post stuff and you're like, man. It's just so relatable. Yeah. yeah, so relatable. Yeah. Yeah. Did you did you hear anything? Um, yeah. I mean, my wife listened to it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and nice. She, and she liked your, uh, oh yeah, your story about your splurging last week. I think just oh, the right. imagery of you buying like <laughs> heaps of juices and stuff like that. It was pretty crack up. Well, the juices are good. Yeah. Can and, you still um, buy them? Uh, well, I don't know at schools, but at, at Countdown you can. Oh, maybe it's time to relive my childhood. Let's get into this week's topic. It's uh, competitiveness. So we had a couple of topics lined up. We just thought it would be interesting to talk about because I think I am considered to be quite a competitive person by the people mm-hmm. around me in my mm-hmm. life. It's kind of a quite a complex idea because in general when some people talk about competitiveness it's got this like negative connotation like oh yeah that person's like super competitive and then in some other instances it's like glorified you know like with the recent michael jordan documentary it's like oh you know he's the ultimate competitor and blah 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 and like every successful person Mm -hmm. is just like yeah you know like then in those cases then competitiveness is associated with like positive like it's like positive associations right so i thought because almost like tied with ambition eh yeah yeah exactly exactly so we thought it'd be just an interesting topic to delve into to try to understand you know like why people get competitive 
what is competitiveness mm. and maybe how competitiveness can be a positive thing in our lives instead of a negative thing. Yeah, for you, do you think, like, would you consider yourself competitive or do you think people would consider you a competitive person? I don't know. I don't know if people would think I'm competitive. I don't know. It's probably a bit, a bit more like semantics and stuff, but like, but after mentioning the ambitions and stuff, part, I feel like I am ambitious in a couple right. of ways. So I still want to be in the areas that I care about. I want to be highly successful in. Right. Like I don't want to be just good enough. Just or, mediocre. You know, yeah, mediocre. Yeah. yeah. Like I want to be, um, I want to get to a point where I feel like I demand respect. Almost like mastery. No, no, not respect. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like, you know, like, you know, when you play with someone, like, so say like in sports, when you play with someone, it's like, oh yeah, you can tell by the movement. Like, it's almost like, actually, I guess in some ways it is respect. Like you want to, I want to like, in, like have an aura. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say that word. <laughs> like it's like anime. And then like when the character steps in and it's just like, oh, yeah. like, <laughs> well, it's like, like in kingdom when like, when the generals are like freaking massive. But you just want to be Oikawa when he came into the gym <laughs> in that, like <laughs> season one. <laughs> Or like the, the aura of an emperor. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. I feel, well, I mean, I guess in some ways that, that is, would you say that's competitive then? Right. Like, so because so, you want to reach that level, then obviously you yeah. got to compete your way up to that level. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I would say I, ha- I have that passion slash like first to be good. Right. Right. Or like I, I, I mean, I think that's, I think that point is super relevant into why people may feel competitive or be competitive in yeah. their lives in general. Yeah. Um, but before we get into that, should we kick off maybe with um, maybe a couple life examples from ourselves where yeah. you felt really competitive? I, I feel like in most of my recreational like games, no, that sounds really weird, but most of, most of the games that I like to play, yeah. like I want to be good at. I think this all started back in like high school with Dota because mm-hmm. I think that culture was cultivated because you would see these guys you know in real life yeah and then you know when you see them and pass them along the hall like you're just like banter with them yeah and and if you like, suck you're actually looked out upon <laughs> i just remember like oh i'm gonna call him out like i remember like craig like got into dota like quite late and then, and then he would be like it'd be like a feeder so what a feeder is oh is, yeah you don't want to be a like, feeder like <laughs> like basically a person that wasn't very good and basically because you went good people capitalize on you and they kill you and, to get and, experience and level up yeah and, then, and, yeah. and they would snowball yeah like so their best player would get even more unbeatable because yeah he's like basically so he, capitalizing on your and teammates he's, he's feeding on you which is why you're a feeder yeah yeah so, so, so yo, shout, yo, shout out craig man craig if you're listening to this somehow reach out to <laughs> us i'd love to like catch up there just to see what you're up to these days so yeah craig got into dota too late so then everyone was already like at a decent level so then it was just hard times for him, but but that dude could so yeah, basically, talk, man. I remember he, he wouldn't take it lying down yeah, there. Actually, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie though. I think I think it actually lit the competitive fire in him because I feel like near the end of like the year, like at some point, he I wouldn't say he got super good, but he got to a level where like he's not a feeder anymore. Like he was a he became a person that you wouldn't mind having on your team rather than just a detriment like every time. Right. So but, he um, was like Dota. So in Dota, like every time you were pretty pretty serious about beating other people and competing yeah and i think because and during high school and stuff i couldn't play games during the week so that means from friday to sunday like that's all the time i had to like maybe like dedicate 
right to like playing so you had to make the most yeah. of your games yeah so then i've always took pride in the fact that i could min max my way to like a good enough skill level where i could be respected but not needing to put in the time for it yeah or like even though i don't i put in less hours than others i can still achieve the same result that's like a inception like competitiveness inception you're not just competing in the game you're like competing to get better faster than other people as well. yeah <laughs> Yeah, I've got like a little meta game, like mini game going on within me. Um, and I think that kind of goes back to the, the work hard, oh, like work ethic slash um, talent thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, because, because I couldn't play during the weekdays, I had to figure out ways where I could improve my gameplay without actually playing. So okay. that could in- include stuff like um, watching like video guides or, you know, like searching up random stuff that people don't read about from dota basically it's channeled throughout all my gaming life so you know competing in like smash competing in like overwatch competing in tf2 team fortress 2 like all that sort of stuff like that's just been a recurring theme throughout my life so at the moment i don't really have a game to compete with at the moment but i am playing valorant so hit me up (laughs) and maybe we can play some games together i remember being super competitive in dota and then um after that like yeah, we could probably talk about it in a, in a in another episode, but like I just lost all like game like drive to play games. Though. You you just like channeled it all into basketball. Like oh, I I guess so, and like other things. I think for me, <clears throat> almost like the pinnacle of competition. Yeah, would be or not pinnacle, but in my, in my life, like it's like in its most simplistic raw form would be, um, like cross country or like in PE right. when you would have to do those like. 3k or 5k runs yeah very cool yeah <clears throat> so that's what we called it in our high school dang sorry for all my like homes eh? i think my throat's just playing up because like running is such a simplistic thing like there's no real strategy to it i mean there is strategy but it's just like putting one, stuff. it's just putting oh. one foot in front of the other one and then basically to beat someone else you just had to not give up before them because why people like don't win in like in like these races is because they get mm-hmm. tired and then they're like, Oh, I can't do it. It's, it hurts too much. I need to right. slow down or I need to stop. So in my mind, mm-hmm. I was just like, if my, <clears throat> if my mental strength was stronger than someone, then I mm-hmm. should be able to beat them in a mm-hmm. long distance race. Yeah. So to me, it was kind of like a competition. It was like proving like when I would compete in these, like when cross, like, I, I, um, disclaimer, I never won cross country. I always, <laughs> I came second. I came second a couple of times, and I came like top ten a couple of times. Some of those moments, it would just be such an easy way to compete with people. Like the feeling of you know, there's someone in front of you, and then they can feel you sneaking up on them. Right. And then in that moment, they have to make a decision: like, do I have the mental toughness to speed up so that Elam can't catch me, or am I gonna right. so, like, am I gonna give up and let him catch me? And then the same thing with like when someone's catching me, like, do I have the mental toughness to speed up? to like make them lose hope in catching me. Yeah. And so that whole mind game and like that whole competitive aspect of it was something that I kind of, I really enjoyed because by the end of the race and something I take pride in, I guess is, um, so shout out Joel. I shouted him out a couple of times, but he was my good friend. And basically in our class in all the beat tests and then all the circle runs, he would come second every time. And I don't think I ever lost to him. I don't think I ever didn't come first in my own class. (laughs) And <laughs> this is sort of sad shout out. <laughs> so like, I mean, oh, remember Joel? I beat you every time. <laughs> the thing is, though, I, I have a tendency to like forget some of the um like 
Like, oh, not, you're one of those guys. I like, forget my failures, so I wouldn't be surprised if he had beaten me, to be honest, and I just like don't remember it. Yeah. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't put it past Joel to remember the ones that he did get with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was, I don't know. Yeah, there's something about like the simplicity of running and like the simplicity of that competition that really piques my competitive fire. Yeah, I never really had one for like sport. I don't know, but I still enjoyed sport quite a bit. Even oh, yeah, I don't know. Probably not to that level. Yeah, I yeah I don't know. There's something about I think because for a lot of like the stuff, <laughs> like I think I enjoy a lot of like the mental toughness compet- competitions as opposed to right. like the, the super strategical stuff. <laughs> because right. I'm just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it is a meathead. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. planking like, and stuff. I I remember you and Esmond were like, "Yo, let's do planking." Like. It's like, yeah, like, like I, I remember when I made my top like top team, at, uh, my b- top basketball team at my school, and then uh, the coach would run these summer like these fitness trainings, where we'd need to work on yeah. our fitness to yeah you know to prove ourselves. So yeah, um, I remember. I don't think I lost a single drill in there either. If it's to do with like fitness or like like right. for example like wall sets or planks or like lunging a certain distance. Right. Yeah. Um. And I think that's actually probably what actually got me game time. Right. Like your work ethic and your, your mind, your like mental fortitude. Yeah. Yeah. I think I just showed the coach that like I wanted, you know, I wanted to play and I wanted to win. Right. So yeah, I guess that would be my, it's just these, yeah. Those are probably some of the examples that, that I can remember. I think like sport in high school for me, was just like, it was just always enjoyable, but I, I would always want to win. But then, it wasn't to that level that you're describing. And um, I actually have a, I have a weird one and I may as well talk about it because it's a bit more, I think yeah. the ones that we've said are kind of <coughs> like straightforward. Yeah. They're pretty straightforward on um, the road trip. I just had with Joe, like I was talking about, you know, this topic just to prime yeah. my mind for the podcast, like a weird sense, like competition that I had basically internally was it's hard to even articulate it, but, it's basically I'm kind of competing against imaginary people to be like good boyfriend or like now husband. Mm-hmm. So I think, and I was, and I was <laughs> trying to, I was trying to reflect cause I'm not really competing against any like particular person. I'm just competing yeah. against like standards of what a good boyfriend should be. And I wanted to make sure I was, you know, like beating the standard or whatever. Yeah. And I think how like where this stemmed from might've been. So my wife, Jo, she didn't grow up like with our same circle of friends and she grew up like at a different school. Okay. So her demographic of friends, basically she had a lot less Asian friends. Okay. So most of her friends were non-Asians. So as they kind of grew up and then she came over to East Auckland and then obviously she was still, you know, close with her friends back there and, and everyone's, you know, dating, everyone has, and then when they would get together, like they would bring, like they're plus ones once they had plus ones. So this is probably not true, but I mean, it might be true, but I always felt like Asian guys were kind of like, you know, like looked down on upon or kind of looked or kind of generalized a certain way. Yeah. I can imagine like outside of East Auckland, people would be like, Oh yeah. Like, you know, like those Asian, like those Asian boys. Um, and I wanted to make sure that I, Oh yeah. So I had to, like, I, I just wanted to make <laughs> sure like basically I, I i never want like i wanted to make sure that like anyone in joe's life would never have any reason to think that someone else would be better for her 
Right. Okay. Yeah. Actually, that's a pretty good way of putting it. So even now, yeah. like, I never want anyone to think that there could be someone like, oh, like, oh, why did she settle for him? Or like, oh, how did she end up with him? Like, right. I always want to make sure that I'm. So because in that no sense, I'm like, her kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. then I'm kind of competing yeah. against. I can't even figure out what I'm competing against, but it's almost, potential suitors. Yeah, it's almost like if. But that sounds so. That sounds weird. If if it was like a big group gathering, it would like I wouldn't want someone to be like, oh, like that person would have like been able to be better. Yeah. So I don't know if that makes sense, I've, but I mean, I I have that like a little bit, but it's not super prevalent in my life. But one thing that really stuck to my mind was at your stag when uh, Enoch, uh, your brother, was sharing a bit about like um, what it meant to be like a husband, because right. he. Because he was, he had married Abby like maybe like a couple two, years before. A couple years, yeah, a couple yeah. years before you. So then he basically like you know quoted a bit from the Bible about like there's that one passage where it talks about you know fighting the good fight and running yeah. the good race. Yeah. So then and then like he challenged you to do that. Yeah, and that was like quite impactful for me because, but it also reminded me like oh that, like there's actually all these husbands like in my social group. Yeah. Like I want to be in that tier as well. Like, like we want to kind of be... like continually hold each other to high standards of being yeah. like a good and godly yeah. husband. Yeah, yeah, basically. Right. So you're kind of like competing against each other, but at the same time, you're competing with the sense of like pushing each other to highest like levels. But actually, now that you bring up Enoch, I think I have to give oh, him a shout, shout out. out. I mean, I have to oh, give him a go. shout out for this topic because... I mean, for most brothers, I think that's where that sense of competition first starts. And I have two distinct examples of stories I remember with Enoch. I'll get ridiculously competitive, but I just wanted to beat him so bad. Okay. So oh, one was, what was it? So one was just playing one-on-one basketball. So okay. he played basketball a lot earlier. Oh, that's than me. right. And yeah, like so he like for many years I just never could beat him one-on-one because yeah. he just had the skill, the experience, the like strength and the size over me. Yeah. So I remember just continually challenging him to like one-on-ones and yeah. if I would lose, I would just immediately want to play again and I would like never want to stop. Yeah. It would be him that would be like, no, I need to go in, man. I'd be like, no, one more. It's like the anime. It's just like <laughs> one more. Like, you know, like, <laughs> my boy. Yeah, yeah, much. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so when I've like finally beat him and I don't actually remember how old I was when I did this, but yeah, that, that was like a sense of comp- competition that I just... Like I maintained for many years as I was yeah. striving to beat him. And yeah. another one, and this is to do with running. And this might've been even the start of the whole running thing is because, so he was training for cross country himself as he was like in like year 13 or something. So I was like three, four years younger than him. So I would have been the start of like McLean's start of high school life. And when he went out running one time, I was just like, yo, can I come with you? Because mm-hmm. that's just like what I, I kind of asking casually. And then yeah. I could tell that, tell that he was like reluctant to say yes, because he, did, mm-hmm. and he, he even said it out loud. He's just like, oh yeah, but like, like, I don't want you to slow me down kind of thing. Oh, like, like he pretty much, like, I, I don't remember how oh. he worded it. I don't even know if he said it like that. And this is what I'm aware of is like, I don't know. Or if I just interpreted it like that because <laughs> <laughs> of that, like the whole little brother, like chip on my shoulder. Yeah. But yeah. Um, that's how I interpreted it anyway. <laughs> so we went, when we went out to run his track, like, yeah. I just remember I just gassed him. Oh, like, he gassed him. Like, even. I was just like, yeah, I gassed him. Like, we ran together. And then once I knew the way home, I just yeah. took it to another gear. And he, like, never, he didn't catch up. And he's never beaten me in a race. He, 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 right. he smashed me in sprints, but um, he's never gassed me in a long distance race. 
on, on, on the way that, home, did he try making an excuse? He's like, oh, bro, you didn't go through that turn. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. He, I mean, he's a pretty graceful, he's a pretty graceful loser. He was just like, dang, that was pretty good. <laughs> oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, that was another moment. But like, I can't even imagine, like, in that moment, like, my competitive spirit was that, like, there was no option to lose. I was just like, yo, if you're going right. to think of me like that, I'm, I'm going to beat you. Like, the only way I don't is if I die. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> You, you probably didn't see the race the same way. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so, so I guess, yeah, so I guess because of stuff like that, like in certain situations, I can get pretty competitive. I'm, I'm sure Shelton probably has like a couple where he's trying to compete against me, but then like, I think being the older brother, I don't quite remember it as much. Dang, it's just like the casual older brother. Yeah. <laughs> the younger brother's just striving so hard to like, prove himself. <laughs> Maybe like a good next thing to quickly delve into is, you know, like what even is competitiveness? Because I touched on it before that it can, like it can can be perceived in so many different ways. And even in our stories, there's kind of different types of competitiveness. So how can we define what competitiveness is? Like, well, just in my examples that I've shared, it's almost like looking for like external recognition of my ability. And that's, and that's, like in relation to others as well so, so like it can be defined as like the desire to be recognized for your ability in a certain like area yeah in a certain area because that's why i think of it more like ambition like now that we've talked about it at the start yeah because because is that is that just you know it, what i mean because is that is that definition more ambition then oh, yeah it's like how do you define ambition <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yo, why don't we head up good old Google? Okay, let's go. Google competitiveness competitiveness definition. Okay, so here we go. Possession of a strong desire to be more successful than others. And the second one is the quality of being as good or better than others of a comparable nature. So so the key things that step out that stick out to me is that it has to be against other people. Because competitive you're competing against someone, right? Yeah. So you're competing to be better at something, basically. Yeah. So there's a desire yeah. to be better at something than someone. And something that stood out to me, I think that is quite key is just when thinking about this whole thing is quite often, I feel like competitiveness is chucked around like a character trait. Like, you know, that person's right. kind or that person's patient or that person's like got anger problems or whatever. And then, oh yeah, yeah. he's really competitive. But yeah. I think in reality, competitiveness is like, it's dependent on like the subject or the area. So for example, like you're competitive, you're competitive in games. I'm competitive mm-hmm. in like physical things, mm-hmm. but I'm not competitive say in like my career or, or not to the same level anyway. So I'm far yeah. less competitive. And like in high school, I was far less competitive in um, like my grades, my, my studies. Right. I didn't want to do badly. I wanted to do well, but I didn't want to be the best. And I had no desire to prove that I was the best. The best. Yeah. I just wanted yeah. to prove that I was within a certain tier. Yeah. And then for like cross country or for basketball, I wanted to, like, I wanted to prove that I was the best. So then are you saying it's like that we're all competitive? It just depends on what area it is. And I think so. Yeah. And so maybe, maybe some people are competitive in more areas. Right. Cause, cause if we go back to the example of your, your grades, like you said, you're still competitive, but just not to the level that other people, like other high-performing students were yeah, aiming Yeah, because maybe someone, maybe someone was looking at like 
like say the maths exam, like how I was yeah. looking at cross country, maybe yeah. they're thinking like they like, want to be hundred. Yeah, they're just like, yo, I want to get hundred. I want to beat everyone else, and I'm willing to put yeah. in the study, like the time for it, to like outlast yeah. other people. Yeah, and in that way, in that sense, it's you know like it's kind of similar. Right, I've never thought about it that way actually, because when you think about students that do perform well academically, it's almost like a bit of a cop out, right? When people attribute that to them being smart. Yeah. But then they don't recognize the amount of work and the amount of time that they've put in Yeah. to study slash prepare for it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's tough, right? Because, I mean, we're just throwing back to the talent versus hard work. But for some people, they can do really well without even thinking about competing with people. They just like right. roll and get 100 and they didn't think about like beating anyone and they didn't have to put in that much right. work. And maybe someone uh, guessed... No, nah, no, nah, not me. But maybe someone, <laughs> maybe someone guessed me at um, like cross country, and they weren't even looking yeah. at me. They're just like, they just like oh, guessed right, yeah. it. They're just like, oh yeah, like yeah, the breeze. Like yeah, it's like oh, running so easy. Like I don't get why these guys. Yeah, train. why are these guys struggling? And then like I'm yeah. just trying so hard to catch him, and then he's just like finishing. So yeah, but I, I guess that's why. But when you when you talk about the best of the best, then mm. they always need to have both. What like the hard work and the. Well, yeah, you need to be you need to have that drive to be the best yeah and you need to have the talent that can back up that drive okay so we've kind of defined what competitiveness is and i think why like why people get competitive is a really pretty complex thing because it's really so, hard so, to figure out so i mentioned like i'm seeking that external recognition slash almost like placing my worth into like what people see or like perceive of me yep. so then for you like, why do you get competitive? Is it the feeling of like victory? Like after you've bit them well, for a long yeah, I run? Mean, I mean, I think, yeah, because that whole, like the whole thing about getting recognition from other people and yeah. wanting to be recognized for a certain level of competency or achievement over other yeah. people. I mean, from my definition, that's at the very core of what competing means, right? Yeah. So in a way... Cause, yeah, because it's with other people, yeah. Yeah, so in a way, that's, that is like the definitive why anyone gets competitive. And... So maybe a better question is like, why do we get competitive about different things? I kind of think that everyone is competitive in, in, in some way because everyone's mm-hmm. trying to be perceived in a certain way, right? So you want to be like, you know, at the very basic thing, it's like if you're interviewing for a job, you're, you're competing against the other people interviewing for the same job mm-hmm. and you're mm-hmm. trying to establish that you're trying you're, to be the best. Yeah, you're trying to establish that you're, you're better be than the other candidate. people Yeah, for that role. Yeah. Maybe like why people get competitive comes down to like what kind of person they want to be perceived as right because if i throw back to like how i like my high school life i wanted to be perceived as like someone who like was good at basketball and like i always felt like people that did good at athletics or cross country Mm -hmm. had a certain Mm -hmm. like status Mm -hmm. would gain a certain status among their peers yeah and that's what i wanted like that's kind of what i wanted yeah which is what drove me to compete as hard as I did. Yeah. And likewise for, for grades and for academics, I didn't really want to be perceived as like a, like a top academic. Right. And, but I didn't want to be perceived as like a Dumbo. Right. So then I would compete only to the extent that I needed to, to achieve what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And basically I didn't really have to compete for grades because there's no one really competing with me anyway. Like I, mean, I just want- it's, it's just a low it's a low goal. 
yeah 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 it's a low goal like like what i wanted how i wanted to be to be perceived was like quite a low goal relative yep. to my um I, oh, crap it's like humble like relative well, to like, what i was capable of basically as it, as it without kind of sounding like, like a, without sounding like super arrogant it's like athletics right when you like try when they do like the high jump qualifiers and it's like not that hard to like jump over the initial ones and you set your you set your goal to be like a relatively low or like above average height rather than the elite one which is like i guess two so. meters high yeah. or something yeah 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 so, so in that way like <laughs> bad analogies come at me <laughs> oh no nah, i mean it's a pretty good one so in that way like we're still competing because we're it's almost like by competing like via com- competing everyone mm-hmm. is establishing like their place in relation to other people's place in different things yeah and that is what shapes how people see you. Yeah, yeah. I think I would. Ag- I think I agree. Like, I guess one that kind of hits close to home is um, I think a bit of the the motivation to want to get registered last year was a bit of that, um, like being recognised amongst my peers that I had worked hard throughout the last you know four or five years and that I had accumulated enough experience and you know put in the hard yards to prove and go through the trial of becoming registered. Yeah. Um, and I think I was almost like semi competing with, you know, the peers that have come before me because then if they, it's almost like if they can get registered by, you know, X amount of years, then I should be able to get registered by that amount of time as well. Right. 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 And, because, if, you, and if, you, I, if you get registered and slower, it means that you're kind of, you're like a lesser architect in a way. Yeah. Well, not lesser. Cause yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty, <laughs> It's it's pretty convoluted because then everyone has seen different career, like different jobs and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. It's more almost like I'm trying to finish at the finish. Like, even though the the idea of being an architect is like it's it's just the beginning of a career, but it's like the idea of like if we just think of it as an endpoint. It's like I want to cross the finish line first. So would you say it's fair to say that our take on why people get competitive is it's all to do with the image that you're trying to craft? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Because that comes like with a lot of pros and cons, right? Because there's this whole, you know, because that brings in all the ideas about, you know, like self-love and being comfortable with who you are mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and, you know, accepting your, your flaws and your like, your, like the good and the bad of mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and not trying to have to feel like you have to put on a image, you know, to please other people. So there's there's all of that stuff. So how does like, competition and that competitiveness like play in because on like one end of uh, one end of the spectrum you have you just need to accept you know the way you're made and you know don't try to be someone else like you you only have to be better than yourself yeah etc etc but then if you did that then based on everything we've said you would just not compete to get better yeah and so that would that would kind of be doing a disservice to people as well because then that would take away a lot of their drive to improve Mm, mm. Um, like for example if yeah like if i never desired to beat my brother in a race then i might have never mm-hmm. found out that i could be a good runner yeah and i might have just always decided hey if i'm younger i should lose to my brother in races and therefore yeah you know like i might have and yeah they told me i should be happy with that like that's fine like, i shouldn't expect too much of myself yeah and so that's obviously not a good thing but <clears throat> on the other end of the spectrum then you have people that are like trying so hard to prove themselves that 
it's detrimental for their life. Yeah. Like the classic, I don't know, like a classic Asian kid that, you know, their parents are expecting them to be a doctor, but yeah, but they're just not like made to be a doctor. Like they're, maybe they're made to be an athlete yeah, or like some other career. And no matter how mm. much they study, they just, so then they, or they then, just enjoy studying or whatever. Yeah. But then they're trying to out, they're trying to prove and trying to make people see them as a doctor or like as a mm. smart, like academic. And then they're just like killing yeah. themselves with their studies and they're just yeah. competing and like they have that drive, but that's detrimental for their life. So yeah. what are your thoughts on that? Um, I've got like heaps of thoughts right now, but one, I think with the, you know, if they're, if they're struggling to sort of achieve what they've set out, it's kind of like the, I'm so, my memory is so bad, but like, <laughs> you know, the, like I keep always like telling these stories, but like they're pretty half-assed, but it's cause I'm doing it live. But anyways, like, you know, that, that example where like, like if a fish is judged for its ability to climb trees or something. Yeah. Yeah. Was yeah, it yeah. A, is a yeah. fish? I mean, I mean, yeah, you can do that Where's however you want. No, like, it's a fish. Is there a frog in there? It's a fish because frogs can climb, man. <laughs> I know, but but I feel like there's okay. Well, yeah. Then then the fish thinks it's like useless. Okay, wait, I'll I think that's a pretty crap fish. Yeah. So the fish yeah. um, judges itself by its ability to climb trees. Then it would, you know, think it's like pretty crap. Yeah, like a failure. Um, so then I think it's like finding something that's like comfortable and you know going outside of your comfort zone to like try try things. Um, but then I think the, the idea of like accepting yourself for who you are and stuff. So I think that's an important one. Like, you know, that self-love, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, but one thing that I've thought about in the past is like, or like one thing that a question that I read was like, um, what, who do you define as? Well, as yourself. Like what version, what, yeah, what version of you do you define as yourself? Like, damn, then, deep. Yeah, man. Yeah. Because yeah, <laughs> then, then, then the, the intuitive answer is like, the you right now right yeah and then but then it's weird right because then you think about um your past self like a year ago and then yeah. you're you know doing a certain hobby or maybe some lifestyle changes or like certain choices that you made like that was you like that's you as well yeah. and then yeah. maybe like five years ago in high school and uni like that's you as well and, and in the, the future, future you like whatever you could be you know the different yeah. variations that you could be based on your decisions that's all you as well yeah so then i think it's um so yes, I think it's accepting yourself for who you are and being confident in it. But I think it's not, but not to the point where it like limits, like, so, like pigeonholes like you. Yeah, pigeonholes you to not become who, like what your potential could be. Yeah. And it kind of goes back to, um, but I think when, when you do have that confidence in who you are and after you've gotten that sort of first victory, which we kind of talked about, you know, like for myself, it was like gymming and understanding yeah. that if I applied myself, I can achieve things. Once you have that first victory, then you can apply that same thinking and same attitude towards many things. Mm. And, and it's almost like, cause I think that's a really like, like pretty big thing is I think when people think about com competition and competitiveness and even what we talked yeah. about, like proving yourself to be better than other people, mm -hmm. why that seems negative is because there's this connotation that you have to step on people and like push others down in order for you mm. to prove that you're better. Yeah, like but, the tall poppies thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I would like to challenge. I would like challenge that with what you said, which is, you know, everyone is made like a certain way, and they have their own potential. Like fish are good at mm -hmm. fishing. You know, like monkeys are good at climbing, etc. Fishing. Oh, man, I mean, fish are good at swimming. <laughs> 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 <What I mean? laughs> 
hundred times. Yo, I can just imagine like the fish oh just my like waxing its own kind. You <laughs> <It> just. <laughs> Oh my okay. goodness. Okay, okay yeah, okay. fish are good at swimming and monkeys yeah. are good at climbing. Um and like and in the same way, like each of us have the things that we could be good at. Yeah. Or could get to like a really high level at. But the problem is we don't know what those things are unless we really strive towards them. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I mean I'm not that good at basketball, but I'm like good enough. Like I, I feel like I have outcompeted a lot of my peers in a way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I would have never been able to reach this point if I never like competed and strived to be better than them. Yeah. Than my peers. Mm-hmm. And in this way, competition is not stepping on people or proving that like, it's not for the sake of proving I'm better, but mm-hmm. it's allowed me to realize like my passion and my potential for something mm-hmm. for an activity that I love. So in that same way, if everyone like competes, if everyone is competitive and like and tries competing in different things and then Mm -hmm. they draw out that competitive fire in themselves then that's allowing them to just reach their full potential yeah because then say i i say i smash someone at basketball and then they stop Mm -hmm. like wanting to compete but maybe that allowed them to pivot into like another sport or another hobby yeah and that one they were able to like you know go go really far yeah and like ultimately that's what we all want right like we want to like find that hobby or find that find the activities in our lives that really vibe and like resonate with us yeah. and to be able to excel in those. Yeah. So it's basically like using the competitive drive to push us um, and to obsess about something that, that makes us explore a new um, yeah. area of our lives or yeah. an existing area of our lives to push it even further than we've already done. Yeah. Because you can't like, you can't separate excelling or being good at something you can't separate mm-hmm. that from competing with people because like competency is measured against your peers. Right? right. Like I'm only considered good at like whatever, like let's just keep using basketball. Say I'm like decent at basketball, but yeah. if I was, I'm only decent at basketball against my peers in Auckland and New Zealand. Right. But what if I was like thrown in the NBA, then I would be considered mm-hmm. like completely crap. Right. Yeah. And <clears throat> that's why, you can't, yeah, you can't, like, if for anyone to get good at something, it means they have to be better than other people, which means they have to have competed against them. Yeah. And that's not a bad yeah. thing. Like, that's just yeah. the reality of things, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now that we've mentioned, like, the different versions of ourselves, like, because it didn't really come up when we were talking about this beforehand. Because then if you, because I've always just talk about competing with others, but then also if we think about the different versions of ourselves, like competing against yourself as right. well. Yeah, because then it's like, like at every step, you're like, if you if you if you think competing against others is still kind of negative, and, yeah, which is fine. Like, what about competing against yourself? Like, how can you do something better, or how can you? And this can apply to like so many different areas of your life. Yeah, like like if your goal was to be more loving to other people or to strangers, yeah, like that could be such a every day could be a small step or a small challenge or a small reminder to yourself to. Yeah, because you want to push yourself to become more loving, right? Which is why you wanted to set that goal for yourself. Mm. And those are very um, tangible and easy steps that you could take to becoming yeah. like that. Yeah, because I think, like, honestly, that like whole idea fits right in with what we were talking about. Because it's hot, man. I wish there was like a, a visual that we could put to this, but like, say <laughs> there's you know like an area that you want to excel at, or like 
you know, everyone's constantly getting better, at, you know, excelling at different areas. Or you could say like climbing. Oh man. So how Jordan Peterson talks about it is like, they're called competence hierarchies. Who's Jordan Peterson? Um, he's the guy that wrote that like 12 rules for life book, but he's basically like a okay. philosopher type person. So basically, or was it eight? I don't even know. I think it's 12. Uh, but competence <laughs> hierarchies are, okay. it's just like a hierarchy of how competent you are at a particular thing. Okay. So for example, there, is, there exists a competence hierarchy of like plumbers. So you have the best plumber in the world. And then you have like, okay. like to be honest, like, or you have the best plumber at fixing a particular thing. Right. So everyone sits on a competent on all these different competence hierarchies at different points. Okay. So what we're saying is that like when you're climbing it, you you have to like climb it via competing with other people. And right. the whole idea of competing with yourself is that your past self is one of the people that you can compete with. Right. So say like I only wanted to get better at basketball, I could be mm-hmm. competing against I could look at like, you know, my friends and be like, yo, I want to be better than him or him or him or him. And that's mm-hmm. one measure of getting better. But then mm-hmm. another measure is, and arguably this is much more reliable because you can be more accurate, is yourself. Yeah. So say if I like the basketball player I am today, if I go out and I do, and I shoot 200 shots with good mm-hmm. practice, like with good form, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. by definition, I should be, I am now better than, the person I once was, which means yeah. I've climbed, I've climbed that hierarchy. If my, like, if my past yeah. self is on that hierarchy, I'm now like one step above him. Yeah. Yeah. And if you just keep beating your past self, you'll inevitably climb over other people as well. Yeah, man. I'm just like, there's so much to and fro at the moment, but another thing that comes to my mind <laughs> is so, so obviously online gaming has become quite, or competitive gaming at the moment has become, you know, quite a big thing on the, on, um, in the world yeah you know people are playing for big prizes and stuff and and a lot of these online games they they um have you know a ranked matchmaking system yeah so you climb a ladder right and i think um you know I've, i'm i'm not in school at the moment so i'm not sure what the atmosphere is like but i'm sure there's probably because of this ladder you know um students may have their value tied into their ranking you know yeah like oh bro you're bronze I don't want to play with you because you're trash right. at this game. Yeah, like that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, but the thing is, like, you know, for a lot of these online games, they're all team games. So what that right. means is your individual impact is very tied to the overall, like, performance of the team. Yeah. So it means even though you did your best, like, you know, you went out there, you, um, I don't know, you captured all the objectives. Or, so you're saying like, like, you, like a really good player could still have a bad rank. If your team like loses, yeah. Oh, not a bad, not necessarily a bad rank, but um, you can have a, you can do the best you can ha- do in your game. So, yeah. say you like a basketball, you scored forty points for your team, but your team still lost because okay. your four other team members aren't aren't very good. Oh. So, but but the from climbing this, you know, ranked matchmaking system, a lot of guides and tutorials and mindsets have come out from a lot of content creators. Right. And basically, what they are sort of tooting is that. The only thing you can control from game to game is yourself. Yeah. So instead of blaming your teammates for your team's loss, think about what you can do better, which is kind of similar to the idea of competing with yourself, right? Because if the difference between a good player and a bad player is that the good player will eventually rise up the ranks because he is a good player. He's got good fundamentals, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But the bad teammate doesn't recognize that and will completely 
continue to com- um, commit but, the same mistakes. And they'll blame other people. And yeah, and they'll blame other people. What, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah, and not have an improvement mindset. So, right. yeah, so I think like competing against yourself is actually quite gainy. And I think now that you've mentioned it, I think that's how I basically compete. Like, right. I think that's why people don't see the competitiveness because I'm always competing with myself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think, yeah, that's where I've leaned a lot more, like as I've gotten older. Yeah. Because I think as I've gotten like older and maybe a little bit wiser is, yeah, because you realize like competing with other people is never like accurate anyway. Like say, because then I, yeah. I just don't know, right? Like how do I know if I'm actually better at a certain thing than someone? Yeah. Like you can't know that Yeah, sure. they may have an off night or something. Yeah, or exactly, whatever. exactly. And like the best you can do is if you're, I mean, I mean, it sounds kind of PC to say though. So, crap, I don't even know if I agree with it. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, I mean, I think, yeah, I, I think we've like shared, <clears throat> like we've gone into those points quite a bit. And yeah. I think they're just good food for thought. Why don't we wrap up? Because I think, yeah, again, this podcast is, I think it's getting up there in time. Yeah. Why don't we finish off by like maybe talking about like we've talked so much about competitiveness and now like as a thing like as a tool maybe in our lives yeah like how we ourselves or our listeners you know could use this tool to their benefit yeah like or or maybe like what are some bad ways that competitiveness can manifest in your life and what are some like good ways yeah so i think we've already touched on the um the benefits because like we talked about how it can drive you and motivate you to really explore an area yeah so i'll just touch on like a con for myself or something that i've recognized i need to work on yeah is um so one thing i i would say is one of my biggest fear is not a good way to explain it but one of my biggest fears is like letting other people down yeah so um especially in a team setting you know i'm, I'm starting to play volleyball and stuff mm. so if i'm letting my team down because i could have practiced a certain like I could have set better, I could have um, dug the ball better, etc. Um, I can get quite hard on myself and become quite negative because the fear of like not wanting to let other people down, like yeah. is how I motivate myself to get better. Yeah. But then I can get into a real bad mindset where I feel like I'm not like doing well enough because it's not like my team's not even exerting pressure on me to perform yeah. well, but because of me doing it on myself. <laughs> Um, you kind of exert that pressure onto your teammates as well. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Like, like say if I was on your team and you're like playing better than me and like, you're like in general, like you're not. Yeah. And say you stuffed up doing one thing that I've stuffed up doing already five times. Yeah. And afterwards you're like beating yourself up and you're like, Oh guys, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Yeah. I'll be thinking, Oh crap. Then am I like doing real bad? Like, am I like, it's like, it's like, Oh crap. Is he just being passive aggressive? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that's one thing I need to work on, but, oh, yeah. but I think, but in the past, like historically that has been a really good way for me to motivate myself. Like that fear of leaning myself slash other people down. Right. You just got to be careful not to manifest it in a way that could be like discouraging to other people as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, especially, yeah, yeah. especially with those that don't have the same drive. Right. Right. Yeah. Cause maybe Cause they're not could... trying to get to as good as you're trying to get to. They're just trying to have a good time. Yeah. And there's, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But then by you kind of like applying this pressure to reach that higher standard, you're kind of negatively impacting the experience of yeah. that, that, that sport or that activity. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. I think that's a really good one to be aware of and to be careful of. I think for me, it can be similar in a way where I think it's just being really careful that that competitiveness where you're trying to like desire to be, you know, more successful than someone else mm-hmm. um, doesn't like push them down, but instead it like, in, encourages them to like catch up or to do better as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like, let's just say this, right? Like, so say, um, so, so the, the context is Sydney, myself and our wives, like we've played a lot of settlers of Catan over the years, but <clears throat> I guess we could use a new game. So we recently started playing Agricola. Oh yeah. It's a pretty fun game. Um, <clears throat> and that's going to apply to any board game, but let's say like, let's say out of the four people, if I'm like hyper competitive, so after yeah. like not winning, I like go up and I read heaps of guides and I like watch tutorials and I figure out all the strats. And I know exactly yeah. what I can, I need to do to win. Yeah. And then I go in and I like apply the stuff. Yeah. And then I do win. Then like, like what benefit is that? Like, is that making, cause the four of us are playing this game to have fun and to like yeah. have a social experience. So yeah. if I'm just like, if, because I care more and I like went and did all this research and then I like win by heaps. Yeah. And then as a result, like the whole experience is not as fun for everyone, including myself. Yeah. Yeah. And is that, that's just counterintuitive, right? Like that's counterintuitive to why, because say like, <laughs> like, like, like say hypothetically, if the other three people just wanted to like get better as we play yeah, and enjoy that, yeah, enjoy that process. Yeah. Then if I was smart, then I should just channel my competitive drive in that same arena like i should just try to get better as we play instead of just trying to like instead of going externally to like get really good Mm. because they don't have the same foundation or same knowledge or same yeah and and i think and i think it's because of like this instance is because we're playing a board game where the whole goal is like to have fun so if if i kind of go out and i like do all that research Mm-hmm. And that t- reduces the fun of the o- overall group. Yeah. Then that's like kind of like negative competitiveness. Like it's, that's like, I think that's what people would be called like being too competitive. Like versus, yeah. Like say I'm playing in a basketball league and yeah. the whole goal is, yeah, like we want to have fun. But the yeah. goal is to win. Yeah. Then I can go out and I can put in as much as I want to work as I want to put in. And that's like, yeah. like that's enhancing the experience of my team because mm-hmm. then we're winning more together <laughs> or yeah or another one would be like um maybe even like a better <laughs> or a better example to be honest is probably like if you're playing board games or like sports as a team so yeah. say if i'm on the same team as joe playing mm-hmm. a game against like other couples okay. and i'm like and i get too into it and i'm like oh yeah oh. Like, like we want to like figure this out and like do this and like try to like try yeah. really hard to win yeah. and say like Joe does not have that same desire to prove herself on this, mm-hmm. on this arena, like on this game, mm-hmm. then yeah. I think that can like decrease our overall enjoyment yeah. of, of that particular game. Yeah. So in that case, uh, yeah, like, so I think it's that, just, there's been some tense moments. Huh? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> there's playing board games of like other couples. <laughs> I mean, that, I, I mean, I use, I use myself and Joe as an example, but I think, yeah, like honestly, all, I think couples, if you're in a couple I mean, relationship listening to this and you've played like team board games, you've, everyone's probably felt some level. Of yeah. Um, oh but like that being said, I think Joe and myself are both pretty competitive. So usually like we, we vibe pretty well as far as 
Yeah. How, yeah. Like, yeah. How hard we want to hit, like, approach something. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think I got kind of lost with the agricola example, to be honest. <laughs> like, I think I think it comes down to like, it's kind of like what we talked about last week with money. So right. like, money is a tool, and it, you you want to use it in ways that is like constructive for your life. Right. And in the same way, I think competitiveness and that that drive to compete should be a tool for you. Right. And it should be so conducive. So, yeah. so you only use it for in in situations where you want to win or you, where you want to excel. Yeah, or the, yeah, the board or, game where it's aligned with your goals. So the goal of yeah. like that board game is for us to like have a fun time together. It's not necessarily right, for right. me to win. Right. Like like I do want to win and I should be playing to win as like and everyone yeah. should be playing to win for it to be fun. Yeah. But the goal of the whole thing is to have fun together, not for me right. okay. to win. Yeah. If that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, that makes more sense now. So yeah, so I think we just need to like be careful to use our competitiveness in a in a way that is aligned with, you know, your overall life goals. If you bring it back to the whole like fish and monkey thing, <laughs> the fish is good at fishing. <laughs> fishing. Is <laughs> like yeah, like it's not helpful for that that fish's life for them to like be grinding, like getting to, to keep grinding to get better at climbing trees. They'll be much better served competing to swim faster. Right, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Um I guess yeah, I guess that's it. Seems I like we, a, yeah, I think seems like a pretty dry ending for what seemed what was like extremely meaty conversation. Like <laughs> have we concluded? <laughs> yeah, I mean I feel like it's just because we just nailed it, so it's like already like <laughs> done deal. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So I guess to summarize um I'll try to summarize and then maybe hit me with some like fill in the gaps. Uh, we yeah. define competitiveness as the desire to be more successful than others yeah. in a particular yeah. field. <clears throat> yeah. And why people get competitive is because, um, you know, they want to prove themselves and craft a certain image yeah. to, to other people and they want to get yeah. better at things. And to get better at things, you inevitably have to compete against yeah. yourself, your past self yeah. or against other people. Yeah. And although that can be, associated with like negativity um like i think the positive way to look at competitiveness is you just want to make sure that you're competing in the right things mm. that is beneficial for your own life and the life and the lives of the people around you yeah so you don't want to compete if it's yeah you don't want to be over competitive and stuff where it's just like making things awkward or like kind of wrecking people's lives but if you're able to compete with others and you're kind of like constantly pushing each other up and dragging each other to higher levels then that's yeah. pretty good like that's really good competition yeah, yeah. and i think that a summary yeah i think that was a pretty good summary and i think it's i think the best situation is if you can find someone else that you can like that you want to sort of compete with yeah or like someone that can spur you on so as an example like say on social media you know you see someone like cooking like a really good dish and instead of like getting discouraged like maybe you should just try it out and try and make it as well and ask for tips because i think when you have that friendly rivalry they're like not trying to one-up it's almost like kind of trying to one-up each other but like in a way that's constructive so like sharing recipes and stuff and sharing yeah. techniques yeah instead of like withholding them because yeah. then i think it's when it's when you have that sort of level playing ground where you can like really um yeah like encourage each other to like just keep Cause the idea is like you're both benefiting off of each other, right? Like mm. you, you have motivation to keep cooking, um, you know, more exciting dishes or different cooking methods. And I think that's like, 
a, like a really like awesome way to like explore like a new new interest yeah 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 because like when you said that it made me really think of i think i mean i've talked about basketball so much this this part but <laughs> like if i take two examples you know like yeah. one of like really positive competitiveness i think is with yeah. my teammate like peter so yeah. i've been playing basketball with him for like over 10 years now we yeah. play like not the same position but we have similar roles on the team so he's the oh. point guard and i'm like the off guard like i'm the i'm the like two guard um okay. but then i'm also like but then we kind of do similar things so because right. when he subs off i take his role kind of thing right and so i'm always competing with him as to like oh like i want to get better at defense i want to like we, we i want to turn the ball over less than him i want to mm -hmm. like get more assist than he does because he's yep. gets more assist than i do and then yeah i think likewise like this year he's been rebounding a lot more and last year like i was like getting way more rebounds and he's yep. just like man i need to like, get more rebounds so in that yep. way we're kind of like competing with each other yep. but then it's like pushing it like like pulling us to high levels and it's like yep. all it's like all in good spirit whereas like and that's and that's possible because we're both trying to excel at basketball and we're both trying to help mm. our team win Mm. Whereas like if I, I can't really have that same competition with some of like, um, and, and just to like shout out like my church friends, cause they don't have that same commitment and passion for basketball. Yeah. So it would be really counterproductive. Like if we just went for a casual run and then like, and I get more rebounds and I'm like, yo, come on, man. Like, where's your, where's your rebounds? <laughs> like, yeah. Or if I'm like, Oh, like, you know, like if not, if I get like real, like, because we're not really trying to do the same thing. Yeah. Like we're not. Yeah. Cause, cause, cause you're not, you're trying to win, but in a social setting, not, not in a Yeah, because I'm obviously more committed to the sport than they are. So yeah. like the whole goal of us to play together is, you know, to have fun, to have ex to exercise and to compete in a way that is like enjoyable for everyone. Yeah. Not for me to like, so, so I think there's, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but <laughs> I think that would be like a example. Okay. Yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Um, We'll be back to releasing these weekly. We're still finding it enjoyable to record um, every week. So hope you guys tune in next week. Just uh, make sure you follow us on leongcha.podcast on Instagram. Yeah. We'll also be releasing a couple of um, recap kind of clips. Uh, maybe there are some episodes that um, you haven't checked out yet. And we'll be um, putting some funny clips or maybe some insightful stuff into there. So yeah, uh, make sure you check it out. And if you enjoyed this episode, if you got anything out of it, remember to pass it on to a friend so we can get to that 50 followers. <laughs> that <gongsha>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you guys for listening and we'll catch you in the next one. Oh, oh my.